Now the news on Wenjie. The Chinese national flag-raising ceremony has been held in Nauru by a Chinese diplomatic team. This marks the first time in nearly 19 years that the five-star red flag has been raised in the Pacific Island country. China and Nauru formally resumed diplomatic ties last week. China and Thailand have agreed to waive visa requirements for each other's citizens starting from March 1st this year. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi and his Thai counterpart Palm Pri Bahida Nukara cemented the deal in Bangkok on Sunday, noting that next year marks the 50th anniversary of China-Thailand diplomatic relations. Wang said he hopes the new agreement will boost people-to-people exchanges between the two countries. Our two sides have just signed an agreement on visa extension. There will be a big increase in the number of Chinese tourists visiting Thailand. The Chinese foreign minister also met Princess Mahachakri Surendorn of Thailand, saying he hopes the royal family will continue to make new contributions to the development of China-Thailand friendship. Former Chinese Football Association president Chen Shuyuan will stand trial on Monday for suspected bribery. The trial will be held at a court in Huangshi, Hubei Province. North Korea has test-fired a newly developed submarine-launched strategic cruise missile. The Korean Central News Agency reports North Korean leader Kim Jong-un guided the test fire on Sunday. Israel says the discussions in Paris on a ceasefire in Gaza have adjourned, delivering constructive results. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office also says significant gaps remain and will be further discussed in additional meetings. The director of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, the Qatari Prime Minister. The Egyptian intelligence minister and senior Israeli security officials attended the meeting in Paris. The meeting is aimed at achieving a deal to end the conflict between Israel and the Hamas movement. Jordanian officials say the attack targeting U.S. forces near the Syrian border did not occur inside Jordan. They also say the attack targeted the El Tenf base in southeastern Syria. On Sunday, the United States said three U.S. troops were killed and dozens more were wounded during a drone attack on U.S. forces stationed in northeastern Jordan near the Syrian border. John Gambrel reports. The U.S. says there's been an attack on American troops in northeastern Jordan by a bomb-carrying drone that killed three soldiers and wounded at least 25 more. Now, this attack happened at a base that's known as Tower 22, which is right on the Syrian border, and basically supplied special operation forces just across the border in Syria, as they've had a small base there as part of their battle against the Islamic State group for years now. Iraqi militias claimed this attack. They say it was in response to American actions in Iraq previously that saw. American airstrikes target militia members there, but this all comes amid the wider Israel-Hamas war, and there's really been concerns that this war could escalate into a regional conflict. Turkish authorities say two suspects of the armed attack on an Italian church in Istanbul have been confined. The assailants attacked the Santa Maria Church in the Sarıyer district on the European side of the city, killing one person during a Sunday mass. Mehal Bardevid reports. 
Turkish officials confirmed a 52-year-old Muslim man died during the attack. The motive of the attackers is still unknown, but the Turkish interior minister Ali Yaylikaya said that the incident appeared to be a targeted attack against an individual and not the Catholic Church. However, the mayor of the Syria district, Şükrü Genç, stated that the victim was mentally disabled, an unlikely target, which was also confirmed by the nephew of the deceased. Genç also said that there were around 35 to 40 people attending the mass when the attack took place, which included the Polish Consul General of Istanbul. Three Western African nations say they are withdrawing from the Economic Community of West African States, also known as ECOWAS. Niger, Mali and Burkina Faso have announced the decision in a joint statement, in which they accuse the regional body of becoming a threat to its member states. ECOWAS says it has not been notified of the country's decision to quit and its protocol requires a withdrawal process that takes up to a year. And that's the news. I'm Wenjie.